Have you ever read a verse in the Bible and thought to yourself, I know exactly who this is for, I know exactly what it's about. Obviously there's lots of Bible verses that don't do that, uh, but there's plenty of Bible verses that we all know and love that we really think we've got a good handle on. Uh, but we don't actually always get the right end of the stick. You know the old phrase about context, if you take the text out of context you're left with a con. Uh, and that's what this whole new series that I'm running on the Preach What You Practice podcast is all about. It's called Sinners and Saints, How We Read the Bible Wrongly. And uh, this might be quite a difficult episode for some of you to take in, but uh, I hope it challenges us. I hope it um, takes us to a better place in our faith. And it's all about Bible verses that you thought were for the world or for quote-unquote sinners, uh, but are actually for the church for quote-unquote saints. Um, and it's a little bit like that old relationship uh breakup excuse it's not you it's me i had this sort of moment when i was reading this bible verse where i realized actually this isn't about you them the world quote unquote sinners it's actually about me about me as a christian about me as a church member a church goer jesus follower uh, and it's quite challenging so sinners and saints how we read the bible wrongly um you're listening to the preach what you practice podcast my name is josh green we're all about preaching what we live and getting our walk to talk thanks so much for tuning in today so i hope this new series i hope this episode will uh, challenge you uh, maybe disturb you into a good sort of new way of living your christian life and we're going to be looking at romans chapter 1 verses 20 and ultimately i hope with this podcast and even with this new series in general that we raise up a generation of authentic integral christians uh, people who follow god with authenticity and integrity you know we focus on our walk first and our preaching second and i think this new series will help us do that even better uh, so romans chapter 1 verse 20 for since the creation of the world god's invisible qualities his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse. Now, a lot of us probably know this verse really well. We've probably heard it a bunch of times. We probably heard it quoted in church. We probably heard people talk about it. We probably used it ourselves in evangelism. Um, and I, I've always sort of, I mean, maybe you guys get it. Maybe it's just a me problem. <laughs> so sorry if it is. But I've often sort of heard it and, and understood it as this idea that because creation is so amazing, uh, because the human body is so intricately designed and made, uh, that even if we've not heard the gospel, even if somebody's not told us about God, even if we've not been to church or read the Bible, we should know sort of automatically that God exists. Uh, you should know God because it's obvious from creation. That's how I've always read it. Now, I don't necessarily think that's a wrong way of believing, but firstly, let's just consider the ethical implications of what we're saying here. You know, someone doesn't live till they're old enough or dies young, that horrible sort of actual reality that happens and that horrible thought. Someone doesn't live till they're old enough to fully understand or grasp the gospel. Does that mean that they're going to be without excuse on judgment day because they should have known that God is real? Now, again, I don't want to be using sort of worldly or fleshly arguments to sort of diminish or, or undermine the, the truth of the Bible. That's not what I'm doing at all. Hopefully, we'll, get a, we'll gain a greater truth um, or sort of greater understanding, sorry, um, fr from this whole thing. But I think that's an important thing to consider um, because God is love. God loves people. I just don't see how a good God, a loving God, would, would sort of hold that 
to to people then we have to understand you know someone doesn't live in a place where the gospel is known or preached you know that that's still true for millions of people to this day uh, there's a story of a guy i think he um was at bethel church in california for a while and he sort of got passionate about this island um of uh, with a tribe who'd sort of never ever nobody had ever been and everybody who'd ever been to this tribe to talk about god had been killed sort of on site on the beach and he got on this boat and he went even though loads of people told him not to and he got close to the beach and he was just they shot him with arrows and he, and he was dead instantly uh, you know there are places in the world where the gospel is not known and has not been preached um, obviously they might well know about Jesus we can't fully say that definitively but um that it is true that there are millions of people around the world who've still not heard the gospel and still not heard the name Jesus so does that mean that they're without excuse should they uh, know just automatically from creation that God exists and not just any God you know our God the Christian God Jesus they should just know that does that mean that? I'm not sure. Um, and then we have to think about the whole idea of suffering. Um, you know, suffering for many people holds people back from believing in God. So does does that sort of mean that people um, should know? you? Sh well, even though you suffered, even though you've had this deep trauma, uh, ultimately that doesn't matter you should be you should know you know you without excuse all of those are very very difficult um sort of ethic ethical points um that we need to consider we need to think about but what i'm trying to get out here in this podcast is actually i think that this verse is actually for the church more than it is for the world why well if we actually read on from verse 20 when it says without excuse actually look at who paul is talking to here in romans chapter 1 let's look at verse 21 for instance verse 21 says for although they knew god they neither glorified him as god nor gave thanks to him but their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened so that verse says that the people that paul is talking about already knew god that is a massive point now this isn't just one you know because i read this and i thought well this is just one verse you know and it's a sort of a new paragraph you know maybe um maybe that that's not fully the way to read it but then let's look at verse 23 they exchange the glory of god the glory of the immortal god for images made to look like a mortal human being and birds and animals and reptiles oh so I think also he's talking about, you know, the Jews, the people who did know God. But I think also for us today, he's talking about the people who do know God. But guess what? It doesn't end there. Verse 25, they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served creator, uh, created things rather than the creator who is forever praised. Amen. And then finally guys it keeps going on the final verse of chapter 1 verse 32 although they knew god's righteous decree that those who do such things deserve death they not only continue to do these very things but also approve of those who practice them so here's the people that are without excuse the people that are without excuse are the ones who know god they knew the glory of the immortal god verse 21 they knew the truth about God, verse 23. They knew God as creator, verse 25. They even knew God's righteous decree, so they knew how to live. This is all what we hear following Romans, 
Romans chapter 1, verse 20, let me remind you, since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse. So the people that are without excuse are not the sinners. It's the saints. This is crazy. This is so challenging. You know, we are without excuse if we get to god before god and we've not lived our lives according to the way that god wants us to live our lives we're going to be without excuse why because we should know better we're the ones who know god we believe in god we've said that we trust god so how we live matters and that's what i'm doing on this preach what you practice podcast we preach what we live we get our walk to talk but this is why the preach what you practice uh, whole idea is so important because if we don't be people who live our lives first before we sort of preach it to other people we practice our faith first before we preach it we will be without excuse when we face god and this is a terrifying proposition And it's one that I hope we can be humble enough to accept. Now, of course, I'm not saying I'm perfect. By no means am I perfect. But this is something that I've been so challenged with uh, from from writing this book, which is coming out this year, uh, called Preach What You Practice, and doing this podcast. I've been so challenged with this idea that it's so important for me to live out what I believe more than it is to preach to other people, more than it is to get the gospel out there. Now, of course, I'm, get the gospel out there. Now, of course, I'm not saying that we don't get the gospel out there, that we don't preach. I love to preach i'm a preacher i love to preach the gospel tell people about jesus but i can't be preaching something that i don't actually live it's a fundamental important truth to make sure that we're living out now i know it's challenging i know this is something that is difficult for us to listen to but i think it's worth it i think it's worth pursuing being people who are authentic and integral because guess what the people that you're preaching the gospel to the people who you're trying to tell about god they can see right through you if you're not living it out it harms your witness to not be authentic it harms your witness not to be integral We've got to make sure that we are people who preach what we practice, that we are behind the scenes, we are integral, we are authentic. I hope that even though this has challenged you, that this might encourage you to be somebody who really authentically follows Jesus and look into it yourself. Why not send me a message on Instagram? It's at Josh So Social. Tell me some Bible verses that you uh, think fit into this um, saints, sinners and saints framework, this uh, idea that there's Bible verses that we think are for the world but are actually for the church i'm going to be uh, doing a few more episodes like this uh, i hope you enjoy it uh, and thanks so much for listening today